What we've got for you this week on the other Bundesliga are more signings, more speculation and a couple of other news stories from the world of Austrian football. Hello and welcome to another slightly shorter weekly dose of the other Bundesliga podcast, the pod for all your Austrian football news in English. It's Tom Midler, that's me, and Lee Wingate on duty this week for a brief roundup of all the goings-on in Austria. Last week, we were able to say that keeper Kiel Scherpen and striker Simon Vladarczyk were on the verge of joining Sturm Graz. Well, we were two for two there as those moves both happened. So hopefully we can be just as accurate again this week regarding those two Sturm signings. Both of them actually made their debuts in friendlies over the last few days. Scherpen, I can confirm, had nothing to do in goal in a friendly game against Spartak Trnava. But Vladarchuk was a bit busier, scoring a late winner against the Serbian runners-up Bacica Topola. Apparently, the Polish word on the street is that extra class of viewers thought that three million was a bit pricey as Lodarczyk just needed tap-ins or penalties to get his goals. Apparently needed uh, goals being put on a plate for him, but still getting one on his debut for Sturm isn't bad. So a good start for Simon Vladarczyk, the new signing, about three million he cost from Gornik Zabrze in Poland. Lee, am I right in thinking you also took a look at the situation over at Sturm? Well, I have also been quite interested by the situation because obviously Salzburg, as they usually do, have lost a number of key players this summer. That always tends to be the way. And you've had the likes of Benjamin Shesko, Nicholas Saival, Junior Adamu all departing the club and heading over the border to Germany. And given how close Sturm ran them last season, I think most neutrals and myself were hoping that Sturm would not lose any of their key players this summer and perhaps the gap might be narrowed and there might be an even closer title race next season. But it is being widely reported at the moment that the Sturmgrat striker Emmanuel Emega is a target for AC Milan who are looking to replace Olivier Giroud. And there are other clubs interested as well. You've got Roma, Feyenoord, Villarreal... And interestingly, Salzburg, whom I imagine they really don't want to sell to at any price. The thing that interests me a lot about this transfer is that AC Milan are being linked with a move worth 15 million euro. And that would just be a massive financial coup for Sturm coming quite close, really, after the sale of Rasmus Hoyland to Atalanta last season for around 17 million. And if the sale does go through, well, I think... It will hopefully give them some deeper pockets to strengthen over the summer. But on top of that, I think it will also close this financial gap a little bit because we're always talking about how much money Salzburg make in the transfer market and how it's more than all of the other Austrian Bundesliga clubs put together. But that might not be the case for much longer if Sturm Graz can pull off a few transfers of this ilk. Um, and also, it's, it's worth mentioning on, on the topic of Sturm that Alexander Prass, who was one of your favourite players last season, Tom, and I think impressed all of us, is being linked with a move away as well. Um, Kronen Zeitung are saying that Sturm have already turned down a 4.5 million euro bid for him from an unnamed club. And uh, that's a lot of money as well. So on the plus side, Sturm could be raking it in this summer. On the minus side, of course, they will be losing two of their absolute best players. And you do wonder in that situation just how well they could challenge Salzburg next season. 
You do indeed. The Omega move is one that we're definitely really looking out for, if indeed it does happen. So we'll keep you updated on our Twitter if anything happens there. Now, one of the players who might help Sturm to strengthen could be Max Johnston. Johnston could be another Scot coming to Austria after a really successful spell for Andy Irving over in Klagenfurt. But Johnston is also something of an acid test, I think, for Sturm as a kind of destination for young talent. He's a 19-year-old right back. He's been at Motherwell in Scotland's top flight, went on loan to Cove Rangers further down the system and basically had a big breakthrough there. Came back to Motherwell and I think in just 19 appearances since then, he made a massive impact, even getting voted the Scottish Football Writers Young Player of the Year. Now, questions are being asked at Motherwell because they sent him on loan and then brought him back before getting pen to paper on any new deal. So he's out of contract and therefore should be available on a free for a team like Sturm Graz. They've got the cash to offer him apparently a 10k a week or more deal, which is massive for Austrian sides. They're really going all in to try and get him. But he's also been in contact with several European teams and sides in England as well. And he's said to be keen, though, to get abroad and try and develop. So it would be another really big positive statement for Sturm if Max Johnston does sign. He's very sought after right now and could cost just 300k in terms of compensation. That's not all for the Scots in the Austrian Bundesliga, though, as Hartberg have actually secured the loan signing of Scottish under-21 international defender Ibane Boat from Fulham. And uh, yeah, it's safe to say that I am loving this Scottish takeover in Austria. Lee, which club did you take a look at next? One thing that I've found interesting is the situation over at Wolfsburger at sea, because the Wolves played a double friendly in Windischgasten on the Saturday just gone. And the first one went fairly well. They got a respectable 2-2 draw against MSK Jelina who finished sixth in the Slovak League last season. They might be a bit disappointed because they led 2-0 at one point through Veracnik and Balo, but ultimately couldn't get the win. And it's, it's, it's no bad result. But directly after that came an 8-0 mauling at the hands of Ukrainians Dinamo Kiev. And I was scrolling down the FOTMOB app the other day, looking at all the preseason friendlies, and that was definitely the standout result. That's a bit of a painful one. And uh, before that, they had also lost a friendly 2-1 to second division side DSV Leoben. So it's definitely not been the ideal summer of preparation so far for Manuel Schmidt. And on top of that, there seems to be some turbulence in the defensive ranks as well. According to Kroner, David Guganig is not extending his contract and Matteo Anzolin is looking for a new club in Italy. And now it's being rumoured that, uh, or it's being reported that VHC have told Raphael Schiffel that he's surplus to requirements, even though he played 20 Bundesliga games last season and still has two years left on his contract. They have signed Scott Kennedy for the defensive position, but given their defensive frailties last season, it does seem a bit surprising that they're leaving themselves relatively exposed in defence. Because, of course, they had a pretty bad season by their recent standards last term. Shipped, I think, 51 goals in total. And you would have thought that they might have taken that into account when getting their house in order defensively for the coming season. Yeah, talking of getting your house in order, Blauweiss Linz have opened their new stadium to the public by now. There's been a public event where you could walk around and just have a look. 
that's been really, really cool to see. They've been putting up the final touches, like the club emblem getting hoisted onto the exterior of the stadium. The corner flags have literally been placed in in the last few days. Some seats are kind of odd colours as they came from the old Linzerstadion, which I think is a temporary measure, but it's also somehow quite cool. The Bundesliga newcomers have won 6-0 and 10-0 in some low-key friendly games this summer, but they also lost 2-0 to First Vienna as well, so no conclusions to draw just yet. Raphael Hofer has come in on loan from Red Bull Salzburg. So a young forward has been signed after we said that they were a bit light in attack last week. Mind you, that was the week that they won 10-0 and 6-0. So uh, I'm not sure if we know what we're talking about, but Hofer's one to watch there, as well as midfielder Christian Dobras, who's come in from Rapid Vienna's new nemesis, FC Vaduz, over in Liechtenstein. Also, sticking with Blauweiss Linz, but moving to women's football, there's actually a Linz derby coming up later on in July. It's going to be played at the Raiffeisen Arena, so the new home of Lask, but the Lask women's team are playing against the Blauweiss Klein München women's team. So a uh, really exciting Linz derby there going on on the women's side. On a separate note, football shirts. Blauweiss are one of the Bundesliga teams who have revealed a lovely new shirt by now in the summer. It's classic blue, as you'd expect, with the white pinstripes, very typical Blauweiss lints, but it is a really good jersey, as are, it has to be said, kits from Altac in black and Lustenau's really lovely detailed green and white jersey. Proper kit rankings were promised and they will be delivered at some point, never fear. But uh, Lee, was there anything else worth a mention of late? Well, another thing that has stood out for me is the arrival of Christoph Monschein at First Vienna. Because obviously with Reed going down, that may have been harder for them to keep hold of the player. And he's taken a sideways move to First Vienna, which does seem good in terms of location for himself, because he previously played his trade for Admira Wacker and Austria Vienna. And I would imagine he probably prefers the idea of life in the capital compared to what is a tiny town of Reed in, in Upper Austria. And it's also a coup for First Vienna and their promotion ambitions. They fell just short last season after a positive start to the campaign as a promoted club as well. Uh, But now they have signed Monschein um, on a free transfer and that's likely to be a a big boost to their, their aspirations for next season. But I do kind of wonder on an individual note, what's happened to Monshine career-wise because it wasn't so long ago that he was the man for First Vienna and then he left for Lask and was loaned out to Altac before going back to Lask and then joining their local rivals Reed on a free transfer. So he was at that stage kind of dropping from big top flight club to clubs in the lower reaches of the table and now he's gone down to this the second division. So It does seem like on a footballing level, his career has sort of petered out a little bit. But we do hope that he can rediscover his goal threat from those Austria-Vienna days and potentially be a big part of a promotion tilt for First Vienna because I genuinely believe that in the next two, three, four years, they will be in the Bundesliga. Christoph Monschein. Yeah, certainly a notable transfer from the last few days and another clear sign of big ambitions over at First Vienna. We're looking forward to keeping up with what they do and to be fair, what everyone does in Liga 2 next season, of course, a brilliant league and a brilliant battle for a place in the Bundesliga. But First Vienna did sign another striker with top flight goal scoring pedigree in the past in the form of Denny Allard. And I know many Vienna fans are wondering whether Monschein will work out any better than Allard did in blue and yellow. But we'll find out that next season, which begins in just 
just a matter of weeks now. That's it for now for this week's pod. We hope you've enjoyed this shorter format for the summer. Enjoy the summer sunshine if you can. Look out for some good friendly games wherever you are and we'll be back again very soon on the other Bundesliga. Goodbye for now.